Today's episode of the regular podcast is brought to you by AFS Gaming and Rap Commentaries. That's AFS Gaming and Rap Commentaries. That's A M P H apostrophe S Gaming and Rap Commentaries. It's on YouTube. It's the best channel out right now. They have a Red Bone remix, man. Red Bone. You know the Childish Gambino song. It's a Red Bone remix. You need to go listen to it right now. I'm telling you. What's up, y'all? We about to be real brief. When I say real brief, I'm gonna be, this episode will probably be so quick that it makes y'all mad that you even listen to it. Um, I think last week's episode was so heavy, I thought I would go light this week, man. And by light, I mean very light. So, how y'all been, man? I've been cool, chilling. My week was straight, you know. Um, I put another offer in on a house. Because I'm just going, I'm just going hammy right now, just like, F it. I'm just like, let's get a house. It doesn't even, you know, it's whatever to me. Uh, the work week was cool. I didn't do much, you know. Work is easy for me, you know. It's not really, it's not my dream to be a troubleshooting technician. So, all I do is make sure that I'm like the best. And I really don't care beyond that. I make sure I get my work done, and that's all I really care about. I get my work done efficiently and quickly. You know, efficiency and quickness are two different things. I work quick and efficiently. And um, I'm good at it, but I'm only good at it because I'm just good at things that I do. So, you know, that's that. Nothing much with that there. I'm, st- I'm, I'm planning... I have a non-profit coming to you guys. You know, it's going to be a little bit different than you might think. But um, I did write up my articles of confederate or my articles of incorporation. You know, I have the plans. I have, uh, you know, lined up places where I want to target to get funding from. All that good, all the good stuff. You know what I mean? The good stuff. I have been paying attention closely to the Nicki Minaj and Remy Ma back and forth. I don't understand why some people keep calling her Remy Martin. That's not her name. Remy Martin is the alcohol. This woman name woman's name is Remy Ma. Like young M.A., young Ma. You know, that's something they say in New York. Remy didn't come from the alcohol. Remy came from her name. Her name is Reminisce. So that's where Remy came from. She's not named. She didn't name herself after the alcohol. So, um, yeah, Remy Ma, because her name is Reminis. Anyway, Nikki put out the, uh, well, so we know Sheether came out. Then we know another one came out. Those both came from uh, Remy, right? And then Nikki was pretty much ignoring it. Everybody was saying Nikki had two days to respond. She didn't respond, so she took too long, whatever. So they said she's done. It's over with. If y'all hear all this noise in the background, it's my dryer, man. The dryer is going. It's not my dryer, but the dryer is going in the background right now. So that's where that noise is coming from. Now, Remy did the two diss tracks. And Remy went on Wendy Williams. She did some interviews. You know, she pretty much said, you know, I just had to catch a body bag real quick because Nikki is doing a lot. And I don't like it. And that's how she felt. And that's what she did. 
a sheet that was a body bag, but he um, another one wasn't. So uh, Remy did an, uh, an interview on another podcast called Another Round. This is a pretty popular podcast. If y'all don't know about it, it's two women that work for BuzzFeed, two black women. They work for BuzzFeed, and they're pretty hip and up on everything going on in the culture. So they had a sit-down exclusive with uh, Remy. And Remy explained it, man. She pretty much said some of the same things that she said on uh, Wendy Williams. Like, she's done with it. She said she did said everything she needed to say. And she doesn't care if Nikki responds or not. But I think she only said that because she didn't think Nikki would respond. So then Friday, Nikki responded. She put out... Um, that's the dryer again, making all that noise. Nikki put out uh what's the song called? Um it's called she put three songs out. They called it the three pack. And this the the song that's like a diss to Remy, which I call it a diss to Meek Mill and Remy. And I think it's more a diss to Meek. But um the song is called No Frauds. As in no fake people, no frauds. And it's pretty much like a fake love remix, like a like a rejected fake love. Like it's like Drake had fake love and he had no frauds at the same time. And he was like, nah, fake love sounds better. So he put fake love out. And then Nikki was going through songs and she just picked no frauds and said, can I have this song, Drake? And Drake said, yeah, you can have it. So no frauds has Nicki Minaj on it, Drake and Lil Wayne. Now, yeah, it's a diss song. And even though Remy was trying to make a, a hit this song when she did another one, she failed miserably. Okay, but this song right here, No Frauds, it's not really a hit, but the song is on the radio constantly. It's all it keeps getting played all over the radio. They constantly play it because it's Nicki, Drake, and Lil Wayne. They call themselves the Big Three, and they are not lying. That is a Big Three right there. Statistically, that's a Big Three. Okay. There are heavy hitters in the hip-hop industry. Not so much the culture, but in the hip-hop industry. They are heavy hitters, so we have to respect it. They put a song together. Uh, Nicki is going in. Um, she has the first verse, and she's saying... Uh, she said a couple things about um, about Remy. You know, it was cool. She hit her with the... Um, she hit her with a couple bars. I mean, it was it was slight. It was very slight. It wasn't anything that we needed to... You know, you didn't have to say ooh for any of it. She, she, I think she said something that kind of stung a little bit. What kind of, what kind of chick shoots a friend over a rack? What kind of mother leaves her one son over a stack? You know, that's gonna sting a little bit because Remy, she went to jail for a real situation, but she was a mom, so that means she wasn't thinking. You know, she was using, she was using a reptilian portion of her brain. She wasn't thinking smartly, and she made a stupid decision that took her out of her son's life. So, um, yeah, Nikki, you know, she stung with that one. And supposedly Remy did all of that, um, all that bashing of Nikki, like it was an issue that Nikki had worked on on her body. Right. But then comes to find out that Remy also had worked on her body. So it's like the pot calling the kettle black or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's like the elephant calling the hippo fat, you know, that type of thing. But, um, I mean, it's just a cat fight, really. At this point, it's a cat fight because they're not really. It's like you got plastic. It's like, hey, A B, you got plastic surgery. You're fake. And then the other one is like, A, you got plastic surgery too. So don't talk crazy about me. I mean, listen, man, what they talking about? 
I mean, I guess this is rap beef now. We don't want to see anybody hurt, so I guess they got to scratch at each other. On, on music, you know, it's at this point, you know, I'm not hearing any real hard lines, hard punchlines, hard bars, or anything like that. So at this point, I don't care anymore, man. They both need to go on with their career. Nikki's career will last beyond this. I'm hoping Remy's. Remy's will because, you know, everybody's saying that Remy caught the body. She bodied Nikki, and I think she did body Nikki, but that says nothing about your career and where your career will go from there because the majority of fans are not battle rap fans. They don't care about diss songs. They don't care about how you do in, in relation to rap beefs. That's not how the industry works. They don't care about that. So you can win. Like a lot of people say, Nas won against Jay-Z. That, that didn't stop anything, though, for Jay-Z. You know what I mean? So, I mean, Nikki can lose this battle, which she already lost. It was already over. When Ether, as soon as Sheether came out, it was over at that point. I didn't care what Nikki said. It was over then. So, I mean, that's, that's called taking an L. People take L's all the time. But it's about where you're going from here. Now, we heard Plato Plomo. That was a dud. You know, that CD was not good it was three good songs on it and they all three of them were singles the rest of the music on that cd is not good <sighs> i'm not gonna call it trash i'm just gonna say not good all right remy we we need to figure out a, a plan for remy she has a cd coming up called um seven seven winters and six summers there's no telling what it's gonna sound like the problem with remy is she can rap but she has a weird voice man it's just weird she sounds strange so it's hard really to you can't really listen to remy for too long she has her delivery is not that good she's trying to rap over new school beats and she's still using that 07 flow it's just not working all right that's the reason the cd was so weird because remy was having a chemistry issue remy's rapping in the, in the production was not syncing up together properly so you know um that's that like i said remy remy bodied nikki from the first song even though remy's sheetha wasn't even delivered properly the bars was hard enough she said enough personal stuff it covered all the bases for a proper diss track and you know she caught the body we know we, we knew nikki wasn't gonna be able to say anything back on that caliber right so it's over. Now we go forward and Remy is going to have to listen to this Nicki Minaj diss song for a long time because it's going to be on the radio. It's already on the radio. And then on top of that, Universal, which owns Cash Money and Cash Money owns Young Money, which Nicki Minaj is signed to, Universal owns Nas's Ether beat. So what they did was pull Sheether because they own the beat. They they cut it. They don't. They won't allow her to use that beat. And they won't allow it to be played anywhere. So they, they cut it. They took it down. They won't allow it to be distributed. Meaning, her song cannot be played on the radio. Can't be played on iTunes. Can't be played on Tidal, Spotify. None of that. It's dead. Sheether is dead. Literally. So that's a consequence of not using an original beat for this. That's what happens. So, I mean, hey. People saying Nikki is whack for that. I don't know how that's whack. If you have connections in the industry, you should use them to your advantage. If you got beef with somebody, use it. Yeah, I mean, there's no rules in a fight. I don't understand what's wrong with y'all, man. But whatever, though. Okay, so that's that. Something that I um, wanted to talk about 
And this is, like I said, I'm going to keep it real brief with you guys right now. So brief that you'll be mad. Bloomberg. Bloomberg, the news, um, the financial news media um, place or company. They put out a report of the 500 richest people in the world. <clears throat> I just thought it was interesting because they show how much money they have now or not money, but net worth they have now. They showed how much it changed the last time it changed. So I'm guessing a day daily. It's just like a stock market. So if you guys ever read a stock report, you'll see um, the, the current share price. You'll see the last change, which means the last date. You'll see the whole number and then you'll see a percentage. Then you'll see you see you'll see a year to date change. Then you'll see a year to date percentage and then you'll see whatever else. Right. So, of course, number one is Bill Gates. This man is worth eighty five point five billion. Eighty five B's Bill Gates is worth. He made one hundred and fifty five million dollars in the last twenty four hours. <laughs> this is it. One hundred and fifty five million in twenty four hours. OK. That's just. I mean. Really, all right. I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna go down and tell you everybody, but I'm gonna just tell you the top ten: Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, Jeff Bezos, or Bezos, um, Amancio Ortega, uh, Mark Zuckerberg is number five. Six is Carlos Slim. Seven, Charles Koch. Eight, David Koch. Nine, Larry Ellison. Ten, Larry Page. Now let me tell you who these people are. Bill Gates, you know who he is. Microsoft, big dog, right? Warren Buffett is an investor. Pretty much all of his money was made off of investing in companies that made him a lot of money. Pretty much. I mean, you know, it's not, no, he's probably not probably he is the best investor in the history of the planet. Right. He didn't start. A, he started a company that invests in other companies. So that means all he is is an investor. He's good at picking companies that will make him the best investor ever. OK. Number three, Amazon's Jeff Bezos. He is the dude that runs Amazon. Most of his worth is in Amazon. Okay. Um, that's pretty much it. All his money came from Amazon. Okay. Number four, Amancio Ortega. He is the dude that owns the company that owns a store called Zara. I guess it's one of the biggest retail stores in the world right now, which I don't even, I heard of it one time, but I don't really know what it is like that. But Zara is a big deal right now. I guess, you know, they're selling a lot of stuff. I don't know what it is, but... Word on the street, they're doing good. He's the fourth richest person in the world. And all of this money pretty much just came out of nowhere, if you ask me. Because I look at these lists these lists often, yearly at least. I've never seen this man's name before. And it's not because he wasn't on there. It's because he wasn't high enough that his name stood out to me. You understand? Um, Number five, Mark Zuckerberg. Now, you know how amazing... Mark Zuckerberg is worth $59 billion. Now, you know how amazing that is because his company is only 11 years old, 12 years old, something like that. Um, and really, it's not that his company is that old. He started Facebook around 12 years ago. He didn't really become a real business until some years, years after that, maybe 08. And then he went public 2012. And he already is worth $59 billion. This is man is about 10 years into working. 
and he's worth that already. So when you look at the people above him, even Jeff Bezos, Amazon opened up in like 1999. So he's been around since the 90s. And uh, Warren Buffett, I mean, Warren Buffett is 300 years old. So he's been making money since 1692. Bill Gates, again, he, he born in 1955. He's an old man. Not old man, but he's older. So he had a lot more time to make this money. Mark Zuckerberg is making all of this in a short period of time. So, you know what they say, though. If it's easy to make, it's easy to lose. Okay. Carlos Slim, that's the Mexican that runs the um, telecom company. He made most of his money in telecommunications. But they say diver diversified here, meaning he's he's well, um, he's invested across multiple industries. Okay. Uh, he's worth $51 billion. Charles Koch and David Koch, those are the Koch brothers, if you ever heard of them. They own Koch Industries, right? They are brothers and they are worth both worth forty eight billion. So not not combined, that's each forty eight billion each meaning. Those two brothers in that family are worth ninety six billion dollars. That's one household right there. That's crazy. That's crazy. Okay. Next is Larry Ellison. Larry Ellison is the guy from Oracle worth forty five point three billion. It's a lot of money for a software company. And really, Oracle, I mean Software, they're like a business. I mean, I don't really know what Oracle does. I, I'm a um, Java programmer in training. And Oracle owns, they own Java. But from what I know of, of Oracle, they don't have any, any, they don't have any software that I know about. They have programming languages. They do certifications. They like experts in what they do. But I don't know what software I don't know if they're experts in business software And they have a bunch of I don't know what they do But this man is worth a lot of money Okay And to round it out 10 Larry Page Larry Page is a founder of Google Okay so Just think about that Google The, the biggest search engine site Ever Okay so There you go He's worth 43.3 billion This wealth Is crazy to me Not a thing about it With a lot of people, a lot of people get confused with these people and their net worth. A lot of these people's net worth is in theory, is speculative wealth, meaning they don't really have it. It's if they sold every single share of stock that they had right now, they would have that money. But we know that that wouldn't work like that because if the people, the owners of a company started selling all the stock, the prices would plummet. Right. So we know that they're not really worth that much money now. I will say the person that has actually has a lot, a whole lot of his money is Bill Gates. Bill Gates actually has forty one billion dollars in cash. You understand? Now, let me put that in perspective for you. Bill Gates is worth eighty five point five billion. Right. And he has forty billion in cash, meaning he can go to his bank accounts. If he wanted to withdraw 40 billion, he could withdraw 40 billion. He would destroy the economy. He wouldn't destroy it. He would F some things up though. If he took 40 billion out of circulation, he would he would mess some stuff up. Because you know, um the way finance works is the money has to be in an institution so that it can be moved around, you know. That's why they pay you interest for savings accounts. Money needs to move. So if you have that much money in a house, you're destroying the economy. You understand? 
And and America's so big and so rich and powerful that you wouldn't destroy it with forty billion. But forty billion is a lot of money to take out of rotation. Think about all the loans that would be denied if forty billion wasn't available. Okay. Now, Bill Gates has forty billion in cash, right? Let's put this in perspective. Warren Buffett is the second richest person in the world. In the world, worth seventy eight point six billion. Let me tell you how much he has in cash. Eight hundred twenty five million. Warren Buffett has less than a million, less than a billion dollars in cash, meaning almost all of his wealth is in theory, is speculative, it's not real, almost all of it. Like, think about that. Eight hundred twenty-five. That means P. Diddy in has more cash than Warren Buffett. Cash, meaning money that he made, meaning money that's not based on the price of. Speculative stock value. You understand? Now that's a hard truth. People don't want to really realize that. Jeff Bezos, who owns Amazon or founder of Amazon, has more cash than Warren Buffett. If they were all to, to if everybody was to sell every stock that they own, Buffett's would crash. Bezos would crash, but he still has four billion in cash because he sold some of his stock a while ago. You understand what I'm saying? So that's something that we need to know and pay attention to. Now it's not like most of us are nowhere near this level. These levels, you understand? We're not near these levels in terms of cash and worth and all that. But the thing is, if you think like a mega billionaire, the mega rich, the top one percent, like. You think about if you, they're not even a top one percent. This is like the top t- top hundredth of a percent. If you think like these people, you will become like these people. You don't need to be like them, but you will have everything you want. If you had this kind of value, you can do anything you wanted to do. Bill Gates does more for the hood than any black person on the planet could do, because nobody has the uh, no nobody has the resources to. Bill Gates has the resources to do for black people. The high school that I went to was paid for by Bill Gates. I was in college at the age of 14 because Bill Gates was paying my tuition. You understand what I'm saying? That's how real, that's how real, like when people, some people try to say uh, we need other things but money. We need money too. We need money, but we don't need this um, devalued money. We need money to, we need our money to come out of the hands and pockets of other people. You know why? Because then it still holds the same value. If we get money based on stimulus and we get money based on them reprinting money and giving it out, then it won't have the same value. No, we need to make we need them to spend their money with us. Meaning having businesses that they can use our services and, and get contracts. That's how we get the money that's already out there. That's how we get the money that has the same value as the money that's already out there. Okay. Um, I hope uh, I didn't say all that too fast because I'm done, man. I don't have anything else for y'all, man. That's all I. That's all I have. That's all I care to have right now. I wanted to be very light. I want y'all. I want people. If if you heard this one, but you didn't hear my previous episodes, go back and listen to Daddy Issues, man. Daddy Issues. This is we're trying to tackle um the the um, mental health issues of black people that do not want to address things. We're gonna address. We will address and we will process. All right. So this is a very light one. Anybody can handle it. I will see y'all another time. Well, next week, same time, same place. Peace.